welcome welcome back to send him off uh i'm sat here modeling my my official send him off hoodie he's cute you can buy from our website www.sendhimoff.com uh that's that's the plugin done uh my name is sam and joining me as always is my ever-present podcasting partner alex how are you doing it looks good on you i will say that we we had a quick chat yeah. yeah For those of you watching on YouTube, it's worth, you know, if you listen on Spotify, go over on YouTube and have a look yeah. because it does just, look good. Just to it? see me in a hoodie. It'll look even better on you guys when you buy it. But anyway, well, like we out. said, plugging out the way, we are here and we are not alone. We have got Swansea. Well, he is a Swansea City legend. He, he is. He's to, a Swansea me, City legend having miss, made Mr. Swansea City. Swansea City. Yes, yeah. Mr. Swansea City. Mr. Swansea City to me. He will always be Mr. Swansea City. We have legend. got the legend himself, Mr. Kevin Johns. How are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm, I'm just a fan, you know. I'm just, I really am just a supporter. And anything I do for the club, I do because I love the club. And I, I'm a supporter. I'd be there wherever, you know. Well, from the, well, from the bottom of our hearts, we all love you as well. Yeah, every yeah, one of 100%. us. But any, um, anyway. Shall we just dive in, Al? Let's, let's, you all, you all know where, what it is. Yeah, this is it's what mm-hmm. football means to me. We got a guest. We love her, what football means to me. Get to know people. See what stories they got. We love it. Um, this is where we usually do our quick fire questions, but we we jazzing it up this week we, we, as we of it up. about a half hour ago. So Kev, <laughs> it was, wasn't it? This, this game is called something. What's it called something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. So quickly, blue. I want you a fa- your favorite old player. Doesn't have to be Swansea. Your favorite newer player from like more modern times. Your favorite ever loan signing, and your saddest moment as a football fan. All right. My, my favourite player from, from the olden days is a guy called Vic Gormerson. And I, I stand by Vic now at, uh, at the games at the, the Liberty Stadium. We both do some match day hosting in, in the lunges. And uh, as a youngster, I wasn't a great footballer. I just loved the game of football. I played full back. I played right back. And uh, Vic was the left back for Swansea City. He played for Manchester City. He had great footballing career and uh, was at the Swans. And my most proudest moment is lining up in Neath at a, in a charity match alongside Vic. I was right back, he was left back. And that probably is one of my, my, my proudest personal moments uh, ever. My favourite modern player, I guess I love Truns, you know. I, I love Truns because he is Swansea City Football Club, you know. He, he moved down here uh, from Wrexham. Brian Flynn brought him down uh, to the Vetch and um, he kind of put us... Well and truly on the map. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody knew Swansea City were. We'd, we'd been, you know, Tosh had taken us to the top division. And, you know, if we had a top six finish in our first season in, in the first division. So everybody knew. But he, he put us on the Sky Sports, you know, with his tricks and his uh, and everything. And he is Swansea City. And he, he does things that nobody ever knows about. And he was a great, great player. I, I remember us getting battered. At, at Cheltenham and, and Trundle second half, he, he turned the game around and, and, and won the game for us. He, he's he's one of the one of the best um, loan signings. My goodness, I'm I'm hoping that that's yet to be written. I'm hoping that some of the current loan signings we have will do a massive job uh, for for Swansea City. And I, I think my my worst moment was um, I, I don't know when we lost the the playoff final to Northampton at the old. Wembley Stadium, which you're all too young to remember. And um, we we were nil-nil and they had a free kick in the last couple of minutes. And uh, I don't know why, but the ref uh, ordered the free kick to be taken again and they took it 
from a different place and and they scored and um and you know we were we we missed out on promotion uh, that year obviously the, the Brentford game a couple of weeks ago at Wembley I, I hated that you know I, I hate losing I hate the club losing you know I just do. I hate this losing. Well, I I was there at the Brentford game, and I can remember I've never cheered so loud. So then, when we saw, like, we saw you walk out, and you got <laughs> us all going, and honestly, I interrupted. It was beautiful. Obviously, the score didn't, you know, it, it didn't go the way we wanted it to, but yeah, I was I was miserable that day because my my dislike of Brentford Football Club is well documented on this podcast. I don't yeah. know what care, but I just don't like them. Uh, so that day was not a good day for me. Do you know, yeah. I went to see him uh, years ago when we were in one of the lower divisions. I think they beat us 3-1, 4-1 or whatever. And they, the fans are horrible. And, uh, I mean, they, they missed out on promotion so many times. They have a great result against Arsenal. Who doesn't have a good result against Arsenal nowadays? Yeah, but, um, you know, they are a local... The, the only thing I admire about them is they are a local football club. You know, they, yeah. they those fans could be supporting so many other big clubs. They're not that far from Chelsea. They're not that far... From Fulham and Queens Park Rangers, but they they've stuck with 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 Brentford all the way up through the division. So I suppose we should admire them for that. But I, I don't like them, and I don't think they did well that day either. You know, I you'd be taking my place now, uh, Kev, honestly, because you were Sambi team in Ayed, honestly. <laughs> but no, only I did an notice Brent- an anti-Brentford podcast. I, I noticed only one slip there, Mr. Johns. You called it the Liberty Stadium and not the Swansea.com. You did, yes. I'm terrified of doing that because (laughs) in the first season we were at the Liberty, I called it the Vetch. I did do that. No, honestly, to all of us, to all of us, it'll be the Liberty forever and ever, honestly. But anyway, I think that covers that. Some fantastic answers and some great stories. Good start. Good start. Um, start. Shall I kick us off? I think it's me who goes first. I think it is you, isn't it? I say I, I say I think it's me. I've got Sam first written by us, so I know oh, it's right. me who goes first. <laughs> okay, there um, we are then. <laughs> just trying to finesse it. Uh, Kev, what's your earliest football memory? My, my earliest football memory, my dad uh, my dad and our next-door neighbour, who I call Uncle Jack, taking me down the veg. It was the end of a season, and it was a lovely evening, and I think we were playing a friendly game against Newport County. There was a day where... There was no automatic relegation from what was Division mm-hmm. 4 down into the the, um, the non-leagues. And Newport were always bottom and they had to apply for re-election. And what it meant was all the, all the other clubs voted whether they could stay up or, or, or go down. And it was they stayed up. But we, we there was a bit of a fundraising uh, game for them. And it was walking up... I, the North Bank used to used to come into the, the, the huge area outside and then you, you'd walk up this slope and it was walking up the slope and catching the smell of the turf and uh, catching sight of the pitch. That's what... Uh, somebody's going to answer that for me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was mine. That's what I'll, I'll never, ever forget, the sight of the turf. And, and even, you know, in, in latter years where, where I watched the game from the North Bank, I still, that still excited me to see the turf and to smell the pitch as well, you know. And, and I know, you know, my, my daughter lives near the West Ham Stadium and um, or the Olympic Stadium where West Ham play. And it's, don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful stadium. It's an impressive stadium. But I couldn't stand that far back from the pitch. I, no. I like to be close to the pitch, you know. You like the linesman to hear the compliments that you pass in. Of course, naturally, of course. 
Yes, you do. You, do. <laughs> you know, ev- everyone likes to be told they're good at their job, don't they? Yeah. That was a great decision you made there. You know, they, so I, I, I like that, but that, that was my, my first memory of, of going, you know, and the players, Tony Millett and uh, Ivan Allchurch played in his last game, was the first game I saw. His brother Lenny, uh, both Plasma boys were in from uh, Mel Nurse, David Quaitha, Brian Evans, um, Vic Gormasel. You know, they were the guys, and Herbie Williams, a Swansea City legend. Uh, they were the guys in, in that first team that I, I, I grew up watching. Some huge names, yeah. I know, some big names there. Some statues, uh, like. Next question. We've had earliest football memory. What is your biggest high as a footballing fan? I think it was um, two things really. As a Swans fan, it was it was winning that playoff game uh, under Brendan at, at Wembley because um, I, I always tell the story that when we went one 0 I was in the press press area. I got. I was, I was there for that game as well. Actually, I remember yeah. you doing that game as well. Oh, that was incredible. You're not allowed in the press area. You're not allowed to wear colours and you're not allowed to express opinions and, and show your, your team. So um, I, when we went 1-0 up, I, I cheered and had a dirty look from a guy who was representing the football league. When we went 2-0 up, I, had an, I cheered. I had another dirty look from this guy. When we went 3-0 up, I ran the full length of the <laughs> press area, high-fived all the boys from BBC Radio Wales, except one, I'm not mentioning his name, but I think we little... know his name. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I, I, and, and I, and I kissed Lee Trundle on her lips, and I'm, I'm convinced, <laughs> to this day, he likes it. He closed his eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the guy came over to me. He said, "Sir, if you want to behave like that, then you won't sit in the stand." And I, I said, "I'm sorry, sorry, sorry," because I didn't want to get kicked out because there was a really good buffet for halftime, <laughs> <laughs> cheese and all that stuff. I didn't want to miss that. And um, when we went then 4-2 four, four, up, uh, at the end, towards the end of the game, I, he just gave up on me then. He, could be, he, knew, he knew he wanted to shut me up. <laughs> so that probably was my best memory. My best memory as a Wales fan was being in Bordeaux and sobbing my heart out when the Welsh fans sang the, the national anthem at the beginning of the game because I have never heard... I beat the rugby matches. I beat the rugby at the Nationals, big rugby at the Nationals in the 70s, the 80s, and, and, and the 90s, and, and, and possibly more recently. I, uh, but I have never heard the Welsh national anthem sung like the Welsh football fans did that day. And there really was great unity. You know, there was there were people on the on the tram going to the game who, who supported a different club than me, but there was a tremendous unity amongst Welsh fans of, of all clubs, which they saw this should be. And that Bordeaux game, I, I went to Toulouse as well when we beat the Russians. And um, But I will never forget that Bordeaux, the game in Bordeaux, which was our opening game in 2016. That was very special. It's interesting you say about like being there in floods of tears. Like football is just a, it's a funny old game in it. Because you know what you said about like the Wembley game, the playoff where I watched the day before the, it was the day of the Brentford game, actually, the, the final this year. And I went, you know what? I'm going to put Jack to a king on. I was like, I'm going to do it in the morning, right? And you were, you were a bit came on, right? And, you know, you, you say something like, um, 
like a little corner in London called Swansea or something. Yeah, like that. I, I will Listen, never, ever, ever the, forget. The hairs that. on the back of my neck stood up, and my mother come into my come into the living room. She was like, "You all right?" I was like, "Oh, mom, I'm up for this today. I'm up for this. I didn't get tickets. I was like, I'm, I, I wasn't, I was up for it. Obviously, it was a playoff final. But like after that, oh, I was like, here we go, boys, here we go. But it's just, it's a funny old game, isn't it? Football, like you know, yeah. you can. Uh, I didn't feel for- what I was going to say that day. I really didn't. I hadn't planned it. And like I talk yeah, of course, about, because it. you you said in the in the DVD and I the, the speech was one of the best. It was it was like a it was a proper call to arms speech. Right? Brave it was heart, really good it was brave heart. But like the whole <laughs> this is our day. That's it's written. It's written yeah. on the on the walls of the well the Swansea.com now. Honestly, it, it was just I, I I I made the joke about the, the song from Glee that I I, I standing on a touchline. I thought right, I'll do that as a gag. And see if it works. And then I, I stopped and I locked in and I remembered all Swans fans who weren't there that day. You know, my my own my dad had, had been a Swans fan. He had a heart attack and wasn't well enough to go to the game. And Professor David Farmer, who was our club historian and club president, he wasn't there. And and Major Reg Pike Reg had had, had served the club. In, in you know for years he'd been um, assistant or sec like a personal secretary. To John Hollins and um, and and he had passed away and I, I remembered all those people who weren't there and and I got a little bit emotional that that's how that that was how that happened. Super, super. Al, do you want to take a next one because it's you a question and I feel like oh. I need to ask I need to ask my question. You need to do your special yeah. question, do yeah. There we are. Right, what's on your football bucket list? My football bucket list. If there's anything left, because you've spoken at Wembley, so come on, yeah. <laughs> twice. Well, I, I would love to love to see the Swans, you know, play at the new Camp and the, the play because you know when when we play the Swans away, they, we we play like in Barcelona. Aside, yeah. well, it, it was Swans alone a, a number of to years ago. Kev, I was gonna say it might take a while until we get to that level, but I don't be, I don't think it'd be too long today or at our level. Really, <laughs> yeah. with everything that's going on there, they got no yeah. money. But um, I, I just, I, I just like to see us play well. You know, I, I, I come home from the stadium sometimes, and you know, I think maybe you know this it's okay in this division. There's some really good sides. It's the hardest division to get out of. And if you look through this division, I also think the 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 national league. You know, the one under under league one is that's another under under league two. That's another tough one yeah. to get out. When you see, you know, last week Wrexham playing Southend. Well, they were. They were, you know, Division Two clubs in the old days. Wrexham mm. were probably the most successful Welsh club. But I, I would just like to see us reach our, our full potential, and um, we, we we deserve to be back in the Premier League. You know, I I, I think we do. Um, for, for my dog agrees, um, <laughs> and I, I I just think you know we deserve to be there. You know, we yeah. we we're a class side. We've got a great stadium. And I, I know sometimes fans get frustrated, but I, I know the people who work for the club, you know, in, in the commercial department, in the offices, they are 100% solid Swansea City fans. And they want the club to go do well. They go to away games and, and get back three or four o'clock in the morning, you know, from places like, like Bolton and Blackburn. And they, they love the club. And I, we all, every, you, you love, you do this because you love the club, you know. Mm. And I just want us to see us do well. I would love to see us back in the Premier League. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Oh, this, this, 
this doesn't get any better, honestly. What what can it do? This is honestly, um, I'm loving my, it. My, this is my special question. I love this question, Kev. I have to do it every week. Um, who or what is your football guilty pleasure? And if you had to put anything in football room one hundred one and get rid of it forever, what would you put in there? Ah, oh, my, my guilty pleasure is um, Swans away, live on Sky, surrounded by football food, bag of crisps, pork pie with uh, with pickle, and uh, Pepsi Max, which is my weakness. And uh, so that is. And um, what would I put in room one hundred one? Uh, there's a few referees that were going there, I can tell you. <laughs> and and uh, Stoke City, I'm for them. <laughs> yes, yes, Kev. A proper answer. <laughs> and, and, and do you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. It, it's all about banter. Yeah, and, and I, I, I don't understand sometimes why people get so offended between about the banter between us and, and Cardiff City. You know, oh, you're all Welsh, you should support. You know, they don't say that about Sunderland and Newcastle, no. where they, they passionately detest each other, you know. Um, the, the only city where I've not seen any rivalry, I used to live in, in Liverpool. Um, I was a minister there. And Saturday, Saturday morning on Derby Day was, like, special. And you would see a family of four, two of whom would be in blue, two would <laughs> be in red. And they go to the green together. they go in the ground, they they shout and scream at each other. And then they'd meet each other outside and they'd go for a Chinese and, and, and go <laughs> home. Football banter. I was our bogey side down the vets used to be Peterborough. I used to hate playing Peterborough. And now I hate playing Stoke City. And yeah. it just you know, they 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 support their side, you know. And when they played us this year, we I made an announcement before the game about a, a dear Stoke City fan who had passed away. And uh, the last time we played each other, he'd been there. And that's the family of, of football. Yeah. But it, it, it's banter. I, I don't hate anybody. Whatever side they play for, which whichever side they support, I don't hate anyone. But people have to accept that there is banter, you know, and, and we do, you know, banter against against each other. And the closer you are to each other, then obviously it's going to get more, more, there's more rivalry, you know. And when I lived in North Wales, I used to... Um, go and watch Colwyn Bay in the Northwest Counties League. But you won't believe the hatred between Carnarvon and Bangor. They, they, you know, hello, how's it going? <laughs> no. They hate each other. Yeah, yeah, hate each other. There would be police at Carnarvon and Bangor. And if we drew them in the Welsh Cup or in the early stages of the FA Cup, because we were all playing in English leagues at the time, um, there would be police there. And they they tiny Welsh towns, tiny North Wilian towns, you know. <laughs> and it, there was, but it's banter. It's, they, they go to work with each other. They go home on the same bus. There's only one today. It's what you said in, about Bordeaux, though. You'd just be like, you know, you could have been standing next to a Cardiff fan who, like, oh, I on, on, on Derby Day. It was, it, you know, no, it was a Cardiff fan. He had no teeth, right? <laughs> he made me look. I, I sat next to him because he made me look skinny, and. <laughs> He, um, he he couldn't, he didn't know the words to the national anthem. He, he was trying to sing. We were singing the anthem on the, on the tram. He didn't have a clue. He'd had a few, right? But what a lovely guy. And it was a pleasure to be in his company. It really was, you know? 
Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I've I've got images of my head of Kainavon and and Bangor being like, you know, the Welsh classic going now. You've put that in my head. You can forget like the only image I got in my my head is I can't if I'm not in your teeth. (laughs) 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 But he was a lovely guy and and we were there to support Wales, you know, we were there to support our our, our national team, you know. And oh but I tell you, don't go anywhere near Kainavon and Bangor (laughs) on Derby Day. That's on my football bucket list now. Yeah, we're gonna have to go up there now. Yeah, we might have to. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. There are people who, who ground called ground hoppers who, who go around different football grounds. They have no allegiance to any of the teams, but they go to as many football grounds as they possibly can. So you you can join with the ground hoppers and go to Farrah Road Banger on Derby Day when they I'm, play. I might have to are. one day. Yeah. So send him off trip. Send him off trip. Hey, sir, I've seen time. <laughs> Look at that, man. <laughs> Kev, what does the game mean to you? It, it's not life. It's not life or death. It is it is a game. It is it is sport. But it's it's part of our identity, isn't it? Really? You know, wherever you live, you know, it, it's part of who we are. You know, I'm I'm Swansea Boy, and I've only ever supported my my local team, and I've got nothing against. You know any of of the other teams? Your, your Chelsea's, your Liverpool's, your Everton's, your Man City, your Man United, and who people choose to support. It's a very precious thing deciding what football team I think to give you support to and give your allegiance to. But Swansea City are, are my team. They were called Swansea Town when I first started watching them, and I remember having for Christmas. Um, oh boys, you 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 have to Google these things. I, I <laughs> Swansea Town duffel bag and it was like a vinyl duffel bag that you would then take to school and I still remember the the, the design on it and I can still remember the smell of the vinyl and the the thrill on on Christmas morning of of getting that and then finding under the stairs just before Christmas my floodlit international version of Sabutio where teams (laughs) were in red and teams were in blue and the Reds always won. <laughs> Love it. The blue oh, team won I haven't played that in years. I never Sabutio. played Sabutio. I never played oh, it. But was it the Reds? Was it Reds against Blues, you said? Well, yeah, with the, with the, with the, with the box set, you had Reds against Blues. But then you could you had a wall chart and you could buy teams in any colours. You could buy, like, Kilmarnock. I'd never heard of it. <laughs> I really know because my wife lived was brought up not too far from there. But like that's how I got to know, and that's how you got to know your football teams through things like that and through through the the, the results on, on the television. I mean, now I've got an app on my phone that will tell me the latest score about a game in Kuwait, in Iraq, yeah, yeah. in Azerbaijan. Why have I got that app? Because it also tells me, you know, all the all the British. Uh, results as well, but but the, if you missed the results at like you know uh, quarter to five, and then the, the repeat maybe a couple of uh, a half an hour later, you'd have to wait until the Sunday newspapers to get the results, you know, because you, you didn't have teletext, you didn't have internet, you didn't have Sky Sports, you know, you get the main games, the top games on match of the day that night. But um, you'd have to get all the other results. You'd have to wait for the Sunday newspapers to come out, which in uh, London was the best thing that they came out at six o'clock <laughs> at the radio stations. 
I think London. I think that's how football was meant to be. I really do. Like, I love having everything on tap. Like, you know, I got the international scores on my phone now tonight, buzzing through every time someone gets a goal. I love that. I love it. I love having it like straight away. There's something magical about going, oh, papers are out to six. Let's see how my team done. It's just magic. It's just, it is, really is. It's magic. When I lived in London as a student, I would hang around the railway station, wigged in for the, um, the, 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 the Sunday papers. And same down here, there used to be a sporting edition of the Evening Post that would, would come out um, in the city centre about six o'clock, half past six, and you could get the results um, uh, uh, there. And when we lived in North Wales, it would be either the Manchester Evening News or the Liverpool Echo. you get the sporting edition. But if you missed that, then you'd have to wait until Sunday. <laughs> wow. Prehistoric, yeah. boys. Yes, that's, that's what it was but all about. And then the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was I just. It. Well, I, 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 I'm loving this interview. I don't know about you, I am. I, I am enjoying every second of um, this. I suppose taking it back to this season. I almost don't um, want to talk about this. Do you know what I mean? I almost. No, I just want really. to talk, but we. Got I'm interested. To. I'm interested though because we spoke to you mentioned Lee Trundle earlier. We spoke to him at uh, Trevenna in, in Batalba yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and we sort of asked him. Um, where where does he think the Swans are going to finish? Uh, so I kind of want to get your prediction, Kev. He said tenth. He did. He uh, said mid table. Little, little thank you there for actually listening. So yeah. well done to you. Well done. I saw it. Um, <laughs> I I don't know where we're going to finish really because we don't know what we we're capable of. I mean, uh, the the gaffers. See, I talk like one of the boys. I'm like the managers. <laughs> He's, he's only been there a couple of weeks, you know, and we're, we're already into international break. So, you know, he hasn't really had a chance to develop the players he's got. So, we, we you know, we could surprise everybody. This time last year, we were all talking mid-table and look, we, we ended up in, in the playoffs. If it is to be mid-table, then it's to, to be mid-table. The, the, the first thing to achieve is enough points to make sure that Swansea City will still be a championship side you know, next year, next season. But, um, you know, anything's possible. Football is a, is a weird game. You know, you, you, look, you look at a team that's maybe nine points ahead at the top of the table and they lose three games on a bounce or draw, draw one and lose two of the team beneath them, win three games on the bounce. And all of a sudden, it all, all, all changes, you know, and, you know, and maybe if we, we, we're judging it on, on the games, some of the games we've seen this season where we haven't done particularly well, perhaps, or as well as we'd hoped, then I can understand what Trans is saying. And Trans knows his football, you know, he, he knows it from from the inside. You know, he's, 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 a, he's a clever guy. Um, he, he knows football at every level. You know, he played for really he played for Wrexham. Um, you know, he played for, for, for Bristol City, he played for Neath, for goodness sake, uh, when, when Neath had a side in, in, the, in the Welsh Premiership. Uh, so he, he's been around a little bit. And, you know, now he's at Ammonford, you know. He'll never stop playing football. I remember playing in the charity game and um, I was on the line, on the, on the bench, and I shouted, Jones, I said, you're coming off. He went, what? I said, you're coming off. For who? I said, me. He said, get lost. And he just carried on playing football. He refused to come off. But he loves playing football. You know, he's still 
registered with the with the pub team back in Liverpool that, that he played for when or he, or he has done in recent years and he's played for Hammondford and he's just loves the game of football. But he, he loves it as well. We saw I was I was gonna say you like, said about him look he, he was looking sharp as, as sharp as oh, ever, you know, over in Trevelyan. But another thing as well, what a nice guy. What a lovely guy. I, I I've known families go through tragic circumstances who have got Swansea City connection and he's just gone to the house, knocked the door and said, and introduced himself, not assuming they knew who he was. Hi, my name's Lee Trundle from Swansea City Football Club. I, I've heard about, you know, the tragedy you've been through. I just wanted to come and give my condolences and, and wish you all the best. And, you know, they've invited him in or maybe they haven't invited him in, but he, no one's asked him to do that. No one's persuaded him to do that. He's done that of his own volition. And, um, you know, I, I, there are times, certain times of the year, I, I see Lee more than I see my wife, you know, because, and, and it's a joy. It's, it's a joy. We have a little act, you know, a little banter thing, which we've set up when, when we do Q&As. And um, he's, he's, he's just one of the best. And he, he is a lovely, decent human being. Leon Britton, lovely, decent human being. Gary Monk, lovely, decent human being. I love that team. Roberto Martinez. Lovely, decent human I agree. That's, that's the team of my childhood. Yeah, that I was, was going to say that was something. Yeah, I was one of. It wasn't, you know, Angel Rangel and the Spanish boys. It wasn't just for the football they played. It was for their character, their kindness, you know. And you, you hear stories of Ashley Williams just taking the team up to to Toys R Us or Smith's Toys uh, now, and um, just taking a load of kids who. Who, who just need a little bit of extra support and they've just spent a fortune on him, you know. Mm. I, I, I've taken a funeral service where Ashley Williams was the bearer of, of a young boy and, you know, he, he actually played in front of thousands of footballers, but that's a very nerve thing, nervy thing to do, to, to be one of four people carrying uh, someone's loved one. And, and he did it. He did it because he did it, you know. And they I- that was a good team. Yeah, I, I just love it. That that team, I just think, epitomises. I flip in. I nearly said it when you said about Trundle going to the house. I flip in love our club. I love it. I just think it's, there's something about our club. That I, I know, obviously, we're biased and other clubs will say it about theirs, but there's something about our club. Like, if you look at that team and you think, like, Gary Monk, Alan Tate, what else do we mention? Like, Leon Britton, Lee Trundle. Yeah. None of them are from Swansea. No. None of them from Swansea. And yet, they're synonymous with the club. They are, yeah. and they epitomise everything the club's about. And I just think that is, it's just special. It's a special little club, our club is. In saying that, I'm, I'm gutted that we've just lost who I thought was one of our best players to Burnley, you know. Yeah. Um, Roberts, Mr. Roberts. Connor was just, in fact, I, we, we did a, a little Q&A with him. And I, looking at that game against Sheffield United, if Connor had been playing, we would have battered them. Yeah, because he would have been down the wing, he would have crossed the ball, and or he would, if there was no one there to cross the ball to, he would have just weaved and dodged into himself. And I, I think it's 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 a big big loss. And I, I, I think you know Burnley again, a local club, you know, with surrounded by other football clubs, you know, they, they, that so if you support Burnley, you're passionate about Burnley Football Club. I, I kind of think that he could have done a little better. You know? Yeah. 
we thought that as well. Week, we yeah. all said we, it. We had this discussion. And that's no insult to Burnley. And if any Burnley fans get to hear this, I, I, I really apologise because I respect you. You, you know, Sean Dyche is a great manager, a great with a great you know tradition in the game. But but Connor was up there with with you know with, with Joe Roden um, and and all those boys, you know, and yeah. I, I, he, 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 well, you know, you got to take what you take, and he, he went and he went. Yeah. That's my way of saying what I'm saying now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we we all feel you though. We all feel you. We know, you. we all know what you're saying, Kev. Yeah, we all know. I'm just disappointed. You know, yeah. he, he'd been in that club, and this period of injury was, I think, the first time in I don't know how many seasons that he hadn't either started the game or been on the bench. Mm. But you know, he'd always been in in the squad and. Um, I just think it's a real shame. But I looked at, I was looking at the, the, that Sheffield United game, and and he was the key element that we were missing that day. And because uh, they weren't a great side, and I think, oh. he, but I understand why he, he's gone. A lot of his mates have have gone, and in recent years, you know, the guys that he he grew up playing with in in the under twenty ones and and uh, the academy, and you know, he he wants, and it's good for Wales as well. The more players we have. Playing for Premier League teams, it's not always who you're playing for; it's who you're playing against. Yeah. So sure. you may, you know, Burnley may not be considered to be one of the top teams in the first division. And again, I uh, the Premier League. I say that with with greatest respect, but you know, he'll be playing against Liverpool, Man United, Man City. He'll be playing against those players. Um. So that that will make him a better player for Wales. Hundred percent. Um. Uh, do you want to take the last question? I was going to say, it's time to wrap it up now. Yeah. But finally, just to end it all, what is your favourite footballing memory? Oh, my goodness. My, my, my favourite footballing memory is um, <clears throat> the pies of Kidderminster Harriers. <laughs> I love it. I love that answer. Amazing. That's the best answer we've and ever they, had on this show. And they did a stew as well, which was amazing. <laughs> it was all home-cooked. And and yeah, the stew and the pies and kind of in scenarios. I and you know they. I, I don't want to go back. I, I don't want us to go. You know down. But you do kind of miss those games. Talking United used to have a um, a supporters club next door to the ground, and everybody was welcoming the supporters club. So when you went to see Talking United, Swans Talking United on a Saturday, you'd go down on a Friday night, and you'd stay in a in a in a hotel, and uh, then you'd get up Saturday morning, work the pier, play in the amusements. And um, then you'd go catch a bus to the game and then come back and and, and he'd drive home. But they had a supporters club next door and it was always great fun because all our supporters would be in there. And and that, that was that was a great Cheltenham was another great trip trip as well, because it was always cheap parking in, in, in a in a field next door to the, the, the ground. And um it wasn't a long journey home, you know. Oxford, I never understood that because they only had like three ends of the ground, one end. I've, I've been to Oxford a couple of years ago and I couldn't work it out, yeah. No, they'd run out of money and couldn't afford to build a back bit of this. <laughs> but um, I, I, you, you kind of, you, you miss those. No, I don't miss them. I'm just glad that I experienced them, mm, you know. Yeah. I'm glad I experienced the, the Swans there. There's nothing worse than coming back from Toki having lost a game. <laughs> I got all coming out of Brentford. You know, it's not far down the M4 now. And when you get to go on the M4, the slip road is closed and it's sending <laughs> no You end up driving down a runway at Heathrow Airport and you eventually get home and you've lost 4 1, like, you know, or going to Luton and losing 4 oh, 1 on a Saturday. Oh. That is like, 
That <laughs> means we love the Swans. And these guys that go with Julian Hugo, or Hugo with, you know, week in, week out, they travel on those coaches. And and I have got great, greatest respect for them because you listen on the radio, on the television or whatever, and you can hear the hymns and arias louder than uh, than the home side. So, um, you know, and little things like this. This is what being a Swans fan is all about, isn't it? You know? Okay, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you tonight. I feel like, uh, well, I don't know. I just, I just feel feel like I, I, uh, I'll be watching Jack to a King now until I fall yeah, asleep. I know. That's what I'll, I'll be doing. Probably crying now by ten o'clock. Yeah, honestly, we've um, had tears. Yeah, but thank you so so much, Kev. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I'm sure, any Swans fan, I absolutely absolutely love this one. Um, and uh, thank you guys for listening. It's been uh, yeah. It's been a, been, a been a good one. I what what an interview. What an yeah. interview. Well, we'll uh, we'll be back next week. We don't quite know what we're doing next week yet. Yeah, we'll decide. But uh, you can follow us in the meantime on Instagram at Send Him Off Podcast, Twitter at Send Him Off Pod, YouTube, Spotify, Send Him Off. You'll find us. And uh, we've got a new website and blog, sendhimoff.com, and you can find our merch if you want to buy one of these. Sweet. Yeah, little, uh, quick little <laughs> get the old merch again. So uh, thank yeah, you guys. We'll, uh, we'll be back next week. Ta-da. See you soon. Take, take care.